0: He now rocking with One Nation Radio, welcome to the program, James Boyd, Rich Ladder, and a couple friends, with the show for your wrestling needs, shopping out the rest of the IWC, we gonna tell her how it is, we gonna shoot from the hip, if they putting out trash, we gonna rip them the bit. make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows, tell a friend to tell a friend, now let's get it on the road, hey. One Nation One Nation One Nation Welcome to One Nation
1: Radio, and now here are your hosts, Rich Ladder
0: James Boyd,
2: and thank you for listening. Socialsplits B W B, what's up? My is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Welcome
0: to the One Nation Live Radio Show. Uh, it is July thirtieth. James, what's going on, man?
1: Not too much, man. Um, I guess. Early morning dreaming, as, as you say.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, James, you, you told me you was up real late and, uh, you know, late chill, nights. Chill, chill. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on, but, you know. Chill,
1: man,
0: chill. Uh, <sighs> yeah, so uh, we got uh, One Nation Live today. We've got a lot of stuff to get to. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of things going on. Uh, last night uh, was the John Jones and Daniel Cormier fight. Uh Utter domination from John Jones, as I pretty much expected. Um, and uh, what's up, Duncan? What's up, Nick? What's up, Omar? Uh, you guys checked in. And um, we are at, at, at the end of the, the match. John Jones went ahead and called out Brock Lesnar and was like, hey, um, if you want to know what it's like to have your ass whooped by someone 40 pounds less than you. Come see me, essentially. And, you know, it was that party next door that come and see me for once. So, um, (laughs) uh, yes, Daniel Cormier was out here crying. Uh, He ran off, like, red and Friday uh, when when he hopped in the car. Uh, You know, under normal circumstances, you know, crying is not, you know, to really be laughed at and all that. But the way he just couldn't stand there and, and just take his L, you know, was, you know, hilarious. But... Um, with, okay, James,
1: I have a question. Is like, is Daniel Cormier, like the most time is like the most clown guy for crying over a loss since like Tebow losing that 2009, uh, SEC championship game to Alabama,
0: man. I feel like there's had to be like someone else. Um,
1: it's been a minute, but I remember people were kind of, yes. I was like, bro, like he's one of the ultimate winners in the history of this sport. And he just lost. Like, he, is, he just lost a chance of, like, going to the national championship game, like, during his senior year. Like, that shit had to hurt. Like, I don't, you know, I hate to those guts. I'm a Florida State fan. I never, we never beat them dudes. And I was just like, hey, man, y'all are, y'all are kind of, like, taking it too far about him crying. But, like, this one, you know, I, I said to you off air, like, this is kind of like, I don't think, I think he wanted to beat him as much as, like, for example, Marvin Hadley wanted to beat Sugar Ray Leonard. So, like, for him to lose, like, that shit had to hurt. Like, he really yeah. wanted to, to, to put a fist in that man's throat.
0: Yes. Um, now, as far as Jones-Lesnar, I'm just going to say it like this.
1: Omar said, T.O. crying about Romo? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's my quarterback.
1: <laughs> I think, the, yeah, that's a good one. I think the what reason about, we Rob? that one so bad because... I think the reason why we clowned that one so bad is because it was so disingenuous because all the stuff that T O had went through with like Jeff calling Jeff or looting that Jeff Garcia was gay. Like saying that he saying that Don McNabb was like he he I'm not the one that got tired during uh, the the the, last, the end of the Super Bowl. Like he was clearly a quarterback killer and then he wants to kick cake for this dude and like he just basically met. Right. He's like, okay, you just you disingenuous fuck. Like, so that's I, I, at least from my respect. That's why we clown the to over that. And he had the shades on, it. we saw the tears through the shades. Like that's a spe- that's a special one. Yeah, like, we didn't even see eyes the, on We, we need, like, we, shade need shade the the uh, we need to create the. uh...
0: We need to create the crying Hall of Fame uh, for sports. Uh, remember, <laughs> no, remember <laughs> Roman Reigns crying <laughs> after Survivor Series 2015. Yes, yes, that was and
1: abysmal. It you looked at his face, and like if there weren't tears there, you wouldn't think it was someone crying. You thought it was someone that just sad. And then all of a sudden, you see tears falling out of his cheek. He's almost like the the stereotypical uh, Indian when he sees trash on the ground, and like the oh. the tear runs down the face. Like that's almost that's almost how Roman Reigns was. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that was that was that. Was, yeah, up, that was bad. And that boo boo face.
0: Rob like, said LeBron's Roman Roman looked constipated. The Roman look constipated. Um, I'm going to just say it like this when it comes to Brock Lesnar and John Jones. Oh, Big Show crying throughout the years, definitely. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when, when he was um, the big slave, you know. Yes, it,
1: the big slave. He yes. still, yeah, you know, the strip mall went belly up. You know, seven foot. I was actually telling my mother about this. I, for some reason, I was watching the wrestler show with her uh, with Caden with um, the other day. Or whatever, because I was because I was um, had some free time with Caden, and I was trying to get him hooked on it to onto this onto this addition known as wrestling early. Early, so uh, yeah, so we ended, so I decided to you know, pull out one of my favorite stables uh, to try to attach him, which was to like I, I went to the book of Daniel Bryan. So I went to SummerSlam 2013, and uh, my mom um, was there, and she uh, asked me questions about Daniel about this Daniel Bryan dude. And I, I went, you know, we sort of went through the storyline of how like the storyline was basically this, mirrored what was happening with the backstage of this guy probably should be the guy. They don't know if he's a guy because he doesn't look like how the guys have looked over the history of the company. And they're going back and forth and they're jerking them around as far as storyline. And then ultimately they were going to decide, no, but the fans um, said, nah, the crowds, the crowds basically dragged them kicking and screaming into fixing the WrestleMania. So he, uh, so she was she was like in shock to find out that like Daniel Bryan got screwed over. She was like, wait a second. So he just won, and she was like, I don't think he's gonna win the uh, win the title against John Cena. Even if she, he she wins, all of a sudden it's like so she goes, how long does he hold the title? And I was like, just watch. She's like, what do you mean, just watch? And the because <laughs> comes out and that explain what the money in the bank was, and then she was like, wait a second, Triple H still doing his wrestling thing, and then um, uh, and then next thing you know, she goes out there. Or she sees uh, the whole screw job thing, and I explained to her like over three paper views how she how Brian like never won the title, and they were gonna move on. And she was like, "Wait a second. So, Daniel, so and I explained like the big the big slave thing, and I was like, "Yeah." So they said, you know, you made some investments that went out poorly. If we fired you, there's nothing worse you could work being a seven foot freak and all that kind of stuff. And then that, and then they <laughs> made him cry. And then I thought about the big slave. So yes, that was, it, it was it was it was fun to go over this stuff again because bro, those matches Really good. Yep. Some of those matches are really good.
0: Um, I'm gonna just say it like this. Uh, again, uh, I was gonna say, uh, Brett Lizard, you don't want no smoke with with John Jones. Um, <laughs> not at all. He's uh, 40 pounds lighter than you, but I, I assume he's gonna have no problem uh, packing on a couple extra pounds to make sure he, you just don't lay on him all all night. But
1: in in the reach game is different. Like that. Like that. 84 inch reach is just absurd for someone that's like six four.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like, that's just, that's something that's hard to overcome. Even, like, let's say Brock, you know, he, he does the whole wrestler lean on you thing. I still don't know how he, how he gets inside of, you know, outside of, you know, trying to double leg him <laughs> or whatever. I don't know how he gets inside of, outside of the fist. Like, Brock could be in some real danger. He's yeah. so much faster than Brock.
0: Yep. And, uh, uh Omar says, uh, he, he's like Stone Cold Steve Austin, as he calls him. He said he hooked his son at five, and he likes Stone Cold Steve, as he calls him. And he also says, uh, I can see Lesnar pulling an Ultimate Warrior on Vince one day. So, basically, like, holding him up for money. Uh, well, The only thing is, I, I feel like they, him. the only thing with that, I feel like, is those checks are already cut for Brock. There ain't no reason for him to hold up no, <laughs> for, for no money. To, yeah. Like, like they, they took care of Brock a long time ago. Yeah, and Vince, you
1: know, Vince will sue him. Yeah. I think at this point, like, we are far past the Wild Wild West days of, like, being close to the like the end of the territories where like you can cash out on somebody if you want to. Like then who else tried to pull that on the on, on Bench? Wasn't it like Rick Martel or somebody?
0: Jeff Jarrett.
1: Jeff Jarrett, yeah, Jeff Jarrett tried that to man, pull but, the Jeff Jarrett right? always
0: finessing. Always finessing somebody. For for a quick buck.
1: Look, he'll finesse your wife too.
0: Yeah. You know, he, look, he doesn't care if you're an Olympic gold medalist. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: he doesn't care if you're a real life shooter.
0: Yes. He uh, does not care. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, Brock Lesnar, you don't want those problems. And he, he you know, you got to wonder how this plays. Yes. Uh, you got to wonder how this plays into the uh second half of the year. Uh, and him also being the universal champion. Yes, 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 James. he He's a Jarrett secured the bag. Like, <laughs> Hey, Omar, when you going to call the show, man? Call the show that, that, that prohibition got to be up by now. Uh, what up Dellen in the comments as well? Um, the uh, the deal with uh, him, you know, and when this fight could take place, I've I've heard anything from like December to next, you know, after WrestleMania. Um, when the hell, like, you know, I just want to say, Brock Lesnar is probably like the best negotiator we've ever seen because he's like got these two companies just where he wants them, you know. And Brock is he's he's the champion; he doesn't have to work. And he's he's cashing like huge checks and then he's like, Alright, I'm gonna go do UFC now and get um and get about you know eight, eight million dollars or whatever. And you know, I'm not a pocket watcher or anything. Good for him. I want the man to make as much money as he can. But it's gonna be a weird situation when it's time for him to be like when Vince is like, yo, so we need your ass here for this TV so we can start building up this WrestleMania and whatever the hell they got planned because, you know, <laughs> if he comes out there and loses the Jones and then that that looks a whole lot more unattractive than, um, you know, him beating somebody. And by the time Roman Reigns fights him.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that's still like kind of like mystifies me about this whole situation is that, I mean, obviously, there's only so much Vince can do to control or quote unquote control Brock or whatever, but. Like he's gonna let this dude go out there and get beat on, like by a real fighter, a real one, and then come back and then like beat the hell out of whatever fake fighter. And it's like, well, I mean, at what point do you like try to start protecting your fake fighters from Brock after his like mystique goes down because he's like he he might get really he might get embarrassed whenever he fights Bones Jones. So, yes. like, I don't. I mean, I'm trying to figure out like how does that. How, what, what good does that do for De- for Vince's fake fighters? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I, I, yeah. Lesnar's got to, uh, or they've got to figure something out because I, I, I'm pretty confident he's lined up for an ass whooping. And WWE, I don't understand how they look better uh, out of coming out of this. But uh, next thing I want to get to, um, this week, a trailer for Ric Flair's 30 for 30 documentary came out. Uh, James, did you see the trailer?
1: No, I have not. Um, but I, this is a project that I've... What up, you know, As a follower of, uh, you know, a, 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 I guess a, a huge, you know, WWE meets ESPN. Like, this obviously is a project that I, you know, didn't know I wanted, but I've been waiting for my whole life. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so... You know, I I've known about this being out or being around for a while, so like I'm I'm excited for it. Like I just can't, you know.
0: What well up, Simon?
1: There have been a few people that I've heard that that were interviewed for the thirty for thirty, and um, one in particular was and Melzer said that he felt like just based on, he's done a few of these different documentary type things, um, sit down interviews, and he felt like he can sort of get at what people are trying to get to based off the questions that are being asked, mm-hmm. and he felt that. It wasn't a puff piece, and it also wasn't a hit piece, so he felt like it was fair. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see like some of the stuff that that they end up finding because you know, Flair has an interesting you know, you know on stage persona and also his life because you know he was really out here living the gimmick. So yeah, we're gonna see a lot of crazy stuff,
0: um, a
1: lot of, and a lot of stuff we probably just did not know even though we've been following this sports our whole lives more or less.
0: Yeah, um, I just hope it's not sad um, <clears throat> because you know Ric Flair is obviously one of the most beloved guys uh for most of us like if you feel one way about wrestling and you feel another way about wrestling I think one of the things you can agree on is that you love Ric Flair um and to see like how he basically you know always kind of had to wrestle and he was underappreciated through you know the later portions of his career and he went through a right. lot of the uh trying to find himself uh losing confidence and stuff like that um if if i if i pull up Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair right now like it'd be hard to watch that and not be i think i, I want to say i watched that match probably about 2 years ago and before Flair got in the ring, like my eyes were getting watery, like just just watching it, thinking about like, damn, this dude gave this is his thirty six year doing this, like this is the last one, quote unquote last one or whatever that that he's gonna do, and he's in there with the dude that essentially like eclipsed him, but he had one more bullet in the chamber, you know, for for lack of a better word, and mm-hmm. it you know and, and i'm i'm i am glad because um he gets to tell tell the story and while he's still here like we didn't have to wait for uh, Ric Flair to die for this to be made um but yeah looks like we had another question uh from Rance he was like yep yeah, do you really think Brock is resigning uh with WWE um I
1: like, from from what i from what i understand is that he has certain he has a number of dates, um, and if he like let's say he's in a fight that's somewhere in February or let's say March, that means he really can't be doing anything at Royal Rumble um, necessarily. And then he did de- you know depending on how bad he's messed up, that means he might be completely left out for uh, WrestleMania. So like those those days just because they hit the calendar, he misses the big the biggest shows of the year doesn't mean that like. Those like those dates come off his contract. That means he's still owed a, a, a certain amount of appearances or whatever. So, mm-hmm. like, I was talking to—I mean, you saw the conversation with uh, some of our homeboys that, uh, that are part of like the non-wrestling—they uh, don't follow this goofy wrestling shit. And <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling, uh, you know, Kendrick, you know, for it looks like yeah, he's going to fight like somewhere between you know the beginning of next year. So like he might have to have his shit rolled over to where like his he might not. You know, he might have to finish out his contract in SummerSlam slash you know, in the Survivor Series or whatever. So that might be where we're at with Brockmore. This shit gets rolled over. because He's going to miss the, the biggest days that they obviously need him for. And he's not going to be there because he needs to go out there and get whooped by the best fighter we maybe have ever seen in the <laughs> MMA.
0: Yeah, man. No smoke, bro. No smoke. He wants none. But, but back to the flair thing. Um The 30 for 30 documentaries are typically great. Uh, I didn't particularly, like, I watched the XFL one. It wasn't great to me. Like, it was, like, cool. Uh, but the majority of 30 for 30s have been excellent ever since they've come into an e- in existence. And I really hope that um, they, they show folks that are close to Flair. Like, I want to see Arn Anderson in this thing. I want to see folks from WWE. I want to see, like, Meltzer, Wade Keller. I want to see all these people consulted um, on his... Um, thing oh yeah they, they've definitely got to talk about reed flair like and his son dying mm, yeah
1: i wonder i wonder how much because this was done a while ago like i wonder how much charlotte's gonna be involved in it yeah um because like i mean this might have been done over like like two years ago yeah so like she I mean, she wasn't necessarily she wasn't necessarily a star yet so um but maybe you know they they, they at least illuminate to like you know talk about like how she you know she's kind of on the rise there and then like you can look and then they can people look over and say oh yeah she's actually like their biggest woman star maybe possibly since sable Mm -hmm. in china so
0: so it looks like we got a comment from from omar and rance omar says i know ufc fans who think brock is legit and if he gets jones on the mat it's over but jones got those hands and then um he uh rant says so jones is better than brock and in the it, better in every way than Brock in the but a wrestler that big and strong and that fast getting someone that much stru- smaller on the ground it's going to be tough for bones the only thing that I feel about that is like kind of like the Ronda Rousey thing you have to walk through a bunch of fists to get there like <laughs> in that reach yeah
1: well I will say and that, I'm not the biggest Brock UFC a- guy
0: I don't really know like all that stuff I, ch- I kind of Brock- watch and Brock- you know clown the whole time but
1: what, what I will say is Brock does have a better chin than Ronda Rousey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do we know that, though?
1: <laughs> By Ron, Like, yeah, so, I mean, I, um, like...
0: Because Josh told me something. Like, you, they don't let Brock get punched during sparring, apparently.
1: Mm, that's not good. So That's not good. Like, that's, that's like how they were doing Rousey, where she was out here... Actually, she wasn't even sparring. She was doing air, like she was doing air, fu- like shadow boxing. I was like, okay. <laughs>
0: remember those videos okay. that? Remember, remember those videos that would leak of her doing all those punches and making them faces.
1: Oh uh, yeah, you love that because you, you had turned like by the time we got to the home, the first home's fight, or actually the only home's fight, you had already full blown turned on her. Yes. So like for me, I was just like all right, you know, like whatever, like yes, yeah. You know, she has a story about her like whooping on this dude or whatever. And, you know, what else, whatever else is going on. Like, I, I like once like, once they
0: came out with that whole greatest women's athlete ever with uh, completely disregarded Serena Williams, I was out of there. I was like, hold on, like, bro. Like-, <laughs> yeah. like,
1: you know how Bob Ryan is all – like, you ever heard Bob Ryan discuss, like, the greatest basketball players of all time, and he says, like, we have to make a distinction between centers and non-centers if we want to have this conversation because of the, you know, the way the sport was built in the beginning of the early days and then, like – how it was all about like being as close to the rim as you possibly can. So you have to be seven foot to dominate the sport unless you're like Jerry West or Oscar. Right. Uh-huh. So like, so they, for me, um, I lost my train of thought. Jerry um, Wesker, what were Oscar? We talking about for this?
0: Jerry Wester Oscar. And then, uh, it was Ronda Rousey, Serena Williams.
1: Oh yeah. So, so like, yeah. So how I always do like athletes is like combat sports, Non combat sports, like I can't compare Michael Jordan to Muhammad Ali. That's absurd. Like I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't. I mean, yeah, they're both the greatest, but like, I mean, what hey, are we doing here? Like, so like Roy Jones Jr. or, for example, Shaq. I can't really. There's nothing that I can really compare.
0: Roy Jones Jr.'s punches landed, and Shaq waited till people were turned around and missed.
1: Yeah, but my question is: Do you think that like that? Roy Jones get a damn near quadruple double in the, uh, against the uh, Defensive Player of the Year? No. In the finals? No. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Like, I can't. You know what? What are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like to compare like Randy Moss to uh, to an Oscar De La Jolla, Like that's that's absurd. That's lunacy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's why I never really uh, did the whole did that whole thing. Like I was like had to do, completely separate separate this whole thing.
0: Right. Um, let's see what else we got um Nakamura versus Cena. How will they blow this james uh, or will they blow this what you know what are your thoughts on this?
1: I mean I, I, I am so like I'm almost certain that they will not have a real match with a real clean, decisive finish that like it does not involve some type of fuckery or some run in or some distraction. Um, I you know, and so I so I'm 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 at that spot where like I'm in the headspace to where like they're not they're not really going to actually give this away, like they were smart <laughs> enough to realize like when they teased a couple weeks ago the AJ Styles U.S. Open Challenge and Cena came out and they teased like they were actually going to have a match and then Rusev came out and uh, Owens came out and they basically said Nah, we ain't Nah, bro, we ain't about none not of that. Happening. Yeah, like we ain't, we ain't, you think we, you think we're gonna give away a, a you know a, a gigantic match on free TV? Like we ain't that crazy. So like I think something's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Um. The <laughs> Omar says uh, or Dylan says, watch the Great Kali interfere. Oh my gosh! If, if that happens, I'm going to. I don't know what I'll do if the great collie interferes in this. Uh what up, Andre. Um the uh let's see what else. I, he's, Omar said he'd rather see Cena versus Joe, and he's surprised they haven't had Nakamura do air guitar yet. I mean, dancing like a jug is usually um <laughs> sufficient enough, you know. And, and plus that's Tanahashi's gimmick. That's you know, the air guitar. Um Simon says, uh double count out, Baron Corbin run in, Cena wins. Those are the options. Ooh.
1: Maybe maybe they do a maybe they do a double knockout in the middle of the ring where neither one of them like gets up and they both get counted out of ten on the mat. And so Rocky yeah, two. Maybe ending.
0: they do that too. They do the Rocky yeah, two uh, ending. This,
1: yeah,
0: basically. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they said you know uh, Rock don't get up. Uh, yeah, they both just lay their ass on the mat. I might have I might have mentioned this somewhere else before, but I feel like Baron Corbin was put on this planet to ruin matches like these to to basically come mm. out here and 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 do this stuff and. And I feel like folks are just going to be furious. Either way, but, um, my,
1: but my thing is somebody else already has that gimmick of ruining great matches in the uh, ruining uh, great matches. His name is Bray Wyatt, mean, <laughs> that's how he gets all his views done. So, like, I don't know. I, I, he, if he's going to do that, then he needs to go out there and join the cult.
0: I mean, the boys already wear like similar style pants. So yes,
1: they all got they all wear the monster Frankenstein patched up pants, looking like uh, hobos. I did use a stick and a, in a handkerchief, not a handkerchief, the bandana around the end of the stick.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dylan said uh, they could do a triple threat at SummerSlam. It's a cop-out, but it's better than gender in a singles match. <sighs> I, I, I'm i with you there, Dylan. Um The only thing with that is, you know, there's already going to be another multi-man match on the other brand. Um, if it yep. does end up as a triple threat, though, and then we've got a fatal four-way what does this speak to james do you, do you think this is like uh them not really knowing where they want to go or are they just trying to get everyone they can on the card like what, what do you make about this
1: they don't want to beat anybody even though like they make everybody look like geeks on a week their tv gets everybody under on a weekly basis they still don't want to beat anybody because if they lose and magically they'll be dead it's like all right well you don't let motherfuckers win <laughs> so like what like what difference does it make if you don't win no one gives a shit
0: yeah, um, I don't want to see a triple threat, obviously, and I think Cena or Nakamura should go ahead and win this belt at SummerSlam so we can resume the greatness of SmackDown Live uh, that was before SummerSlam. Um, Omar says, gender has made me hate SmackDown. The joke of a champion has ran its course, shaking my head. Um this was also a a funny thing pointed out. Uh, there was a UFC fight that was so bad last night. It was the fourth fight on the card. It was boring. It was mm-hmm. long. It was just like the Punjabi Prison match. And the <laughs> like Melzer had tweeted something like like Yeah, the, like I'd rather watch the uh, Punjabi Prison match than this. And then basically the G one being in this same month, the Punjabi Prison was the tax for the G one. <laughs> You know, in wow. order to experience all this greatness of the G one, we had to have a Punjabi prison. Like we just couldn't. You know, it, it, if that's the trade off for the G one, you know, I think I'm okay with so, that. But so the
1: light balances the dark. The Sith, the Sith versus the Jedi.
0: Yes, I don't Sith know what. Sh- look, I don't know what you're talking about with that Star Wars stuff. But yeah. yeah.
1: Kill me like you love you love you some fiction, but don't love you some science fiction. I don't I don't understand that. I really don't. Yes, yeah, so everyone. I, I don't get it. I don't get it.
0: Rant says the and Punjabi this, prison this, had this, to die this... so the G one could live. LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: but with that real real quick, like I don't I don't okay, like I get that, like maybe like you just don't okay cool science fiction isn't your thing, cool whatever, like but these movies are like so like big to. Like, these movies are so ubiquitous that it's like, I don't understand how, like, you haven't at least, like, seen it, like, just once out of curiosity, just so you'd be like, yeah, I saw it. Instead of people looking, like, bugging out with the eyes, saying, like, wait a second, you haven't watched Star Wars, motherfucker?
0: Yeah, yeah, not really my, uh, deal. Like, I remember
1: I had to show you, I remember I had to show you the t- two Terminators, and I was like, I can't believe I had to show you the two Terminators. I don't, yeah. I don't get it.
0: You know, I haven't really ever been into the fake stuff, James. You know, I, um... You know, when I when, when I watch wrestling, you know, it, it's just like you know, this is real combat, you know, between these guys, and you know, it's just
1: real combat, real
0: combat, you
1: know. Hulk Hogan versus Warrior doing the real combat, real
0: combat, you know. For 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 me, you know, I bought in a long time ago to to the gimmick, as they say uh simon says maharaja these uh which is always a, a good one uh omar said man rich you're not living star wars is the shit it may be it may be I- i'll have to get caught up one day uh this is what i
1: say at this point, at this point like because the movies do move slow now at this point because they're old you I mean like the first one came out in 77 the last one that came out in 83 so i would say like you should probably read, like go and watch like a YouTube version of like a too long. Don't read synopsis of that's like five minutes long for the whole series, uh, and then like start it episode seven. Gotcha. Like, the new one that came out two years ago.
0: Yeah, bro. All them days are confusing because then they got prequels and then they writing stuff out and.
1: Yes, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's kind of like Mortal like, Kombat. All you, all you need to. Mortal Kombat's fucking trash compared to uh, Soul, especially the second one. My god, the second one. I wouldn't wipe my ass with the no, second. No, no, not oh, the movie, Mortal
0: not Kombat, the movie. not not the movie. The uh, oh, okay. like that the the timeline of the games. Like it, I don't know if you guys have ever like went on um Wikipedia and just read the backstory and the timelines of Mortal Kombat. Like there's there are great videos explaining everything that has to do with it and it's like there's like uh a point where Raiden sends these signals to himself in the past and then he starts the game over. It's like, it's, it's insane. Like, oh, that's too much for me. Like, <laughs> like,
1: like, like, why? You wanna know why? why? Because that is science fiction. Like, anytime you do anything where you basically but say, I love time we're travel. doing a timeline story and we're going to fuck up with the timeline and go back in the future, that's science fiction.
0: Yeah. It's Every a, time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Nakamura and Cena, um, I'm hoping that these guys, like, it's everything that we that we want it to be, but more than likely it won't. Um, if they – I guess that leads us into this isn't on our sheet, but uh, – hold, hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on one second. Omar said that I, James with the SAT word, what did I say?
0: Um, I'm not sure. He'll tell us. Let us know. Let I, us I, let us know, Omar. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like I guess this breaks into a, a bigger debate about Shinsuke Nakamura. Um where they said he may be plotting a return oh ubiquitous Um oh yeah 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 we, we're gonna talk about that Dylan um uh where, where was I oh Nakamura uh, he's kinda you know scratched WWE off and he's just mailing it in and all that and I, I like I, I may have mentioned that in the show before Nakamura's got a little bit of Randy Orton in him where he wrestles to the level of his competition and doesn't always like turn it up all the way but um what what have you made of Nakamura's use so far, and where do you think this is going uh, with you know SummerSlam on the horizon, and then possibly to the WrestleMania next year?
1: Um, I think he is still protected. Um, I think I think he is less over than the day he came in. Um, do I, I think they could have done a better job trying to showcase that he is the most awesomest thing you know this side of sliced bread? Uh, or sliced bread in the whenever, the, the decade that came out, whatever. Right? Um, but, you know, he's still over. He's still protected. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to put, I wouldn't book him into this match if he's going to lose. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't book him into any match at SummerSlam if he's going to lose either. Um, like, I wouldn't put him against AJ if AJ's not going to lose. I wouldn't put him against Cena if Cena's not going to lose to him. Uh, but, I'm I, I'm I'm in a weird spot trying to figure out like where exactly are they trying to like ultimately place him because like he could lose his match and go to AJ or he could win and then like a, a Nakamura gender match just feels sort of weird. Cause, yeah. Like who's going to be doing the talking to try to get this this feud over?
0: Yes. Definitely worried um, about that.
1: Like I, and then like, you know, there's going to be so much... Whatever gender does at SummerSlam, it's going to involve so much cheating. So much <laughs> cheating. My God.
0: Uh, um, I feel like it's destined to be, like, fourth or fifth from the top, whatever he does uh, at SummerSlam. Really? Like, Dean Ambrose was the champion at DollZilla they had last year. The only thing that might protect him are the fact that there's going to be multi-man matches. So, there will be, like, less, like, high-profiles, like, actual match spots. So, that could push him up a, 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 a portion, but... I don't know man. Like Ooh. it's going to be it's going to be tough. Uh yeah, Samir Singh is that god, correct? So maybe Samir Singh should be the one out here representing the 1.3 Rants, you know. Um <laughs> No, he's not big enough. True. He's small. True. He's small. Um He'll never connect. Yeah. Like that man right. connected, that man connected with that with that goddamn table. I can tell you that. I <laughs>
1: did with that table plenty of times. Great, bro. Has Randy Orton put ever put anybody through a table that much? Like maybe
0: Christian. Yeah, uh, Dan Bryan he put through a couple of tables, uh, mm, yeah, but but Randy Orton's famous for for not even getting guys actually through the table. But um, yeah. Um, I guess uh, we we got a request to talk about how Enzo just lives to take L's. Um, <laughs> now oh, this this story is. Is, we don't have confirmation on it. This is strictly from the the mouth of um, the woman that worked at the Gentleman's Club uh, as a performer there. Uh, and
1: you scared to say stripper? Are you- <laughs> okay, the
0: stripper, say there, stripper? the stripper that worked she's there. The stripper that worked shake-
1: there. Yeah, she's at a shake club.
0: Yeah, she had, she had the shake joint. You know. And, um, Enzo rolled in there, uh, high and mighty, apparently, um, and, you know, was, was, was trying to floss and flex and be cheap. Allegedly. 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 And.
1: No, this is what we're going to do. Every time you say a new action, I'm going to say allegedly between it. So go ahead.
0: Okay. So he tried to floss. Allegedly. Stunt. Allegedly. Shine. Allegedly. Glow.
1: (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs)
0: <laughs> He's trying to do all these things, but at the same time be cheap. And Allegedly. those are not the rules, you know, for when you go in the shake joint. You know, I don't know how ever many of y'all have ever been in the shake joint. You don't sit close to the stage if you're not throwing plenty of money.
1: I ever tell you by the time me, Coney, and Alex were all at uh, are all trying to like try to get Coney to sign on to be the in house producer for Red Carpet? Nah. And then Oh my god, bro. Alex wanted to sit right next to the stage and, like, Coney had left because there was, like, a little spot that was adjacent to the the strip club where he was trying to pick something up. I can't remember what it was. Uh Uh-huh. And me and Alex um, me and Alex just sitting right next to the stage. I'm broke as a joke. And, you know, Alex is always, like, Alex is one of those guys, like, you ain't broke until, like, you ain't got a dime in your pocket. (laughs) So, like, we ain't got there. And the thing is, Alex was right next to the stage. And there was an empty strip club, too, right off Del Mabry. Del Mabry, for those that don't know, in Tampa, like, that is like, okay, Tampa is one of the strip capitals of the world with, like, Vegas and also, like, Houston and New York. And Del Mabry is a street that, like, runs beside, like, the Raymond James Stadium the Satan the Bucks play on. On that street, if you go down, like, two blocks south of the stadium – that's where all the strip clubs are in Tampa. Almost right. right? So there's Odyssey, there's Mons Venus, what have you. Uh, so we're in the strip club. And it is empty, Rich. Empty. And on next to stage. You know, Alex. This is back when he wasn't. He was just like living all. Con- he was living that fast life. That man well, that was narcoleptic. He would fall asleep at the drop of a hat because he was. He was basically giving himself like three hours of sleep and shit. Uh huh. Like you couldn't trust him driving to work because he might fall asleep in daylight. And we next to the stage. Coney's gone. I'm there. I'm broke with a joke.
0: Trying not to make no eye contact girls, or nothing. These,
1: these girls, come, yeah, these girls coming by in this empty-ass strip club, and I ain't got no money. I'm sitting there. In fact, I think I was paying for me to pay my cover to get into the strip club. And we just at the club, and they they that they, they have hardly trying to pretend that they actually give a fuck because, like, we're the only two people, like, even in the vicinity, within, like, 10 feet of the stage. And Alex is falling asleep, bro. Allison <laughs> is I in the strip club run. I can hear it over the music. Bro. <laughs> I, it's like it's about the most embarrassed I've ever been in my life. To have to like sit there with a the strip club, uh, with stripper shaking in front of me, and I have no money to tip or nothing. There was a lady that walked up at, to asked me for a lap if I wanted a lap dance. I was like, I, I tried in my most dignified way to like, without saying that I'm broke as a joke, to be like, nah, may, you know, maybe later or whatever. I, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was it was it was really bad, really
0: bad, bro. Oh, so so yeah. Really bad. So so Enzo, uh and also Rant says, by the way, I'm pretty sure the James Harden retired jersey is at V Live. You see he found out that that quick, James. It was a week. It was a week. <laughs> that? <laughs> way to go Rance. Way to tell us. Way to tell us where it's at, Rance. Um the, uh the deal with um uh, Enzo. So he was trying to do all that and be cheap and then pretty much use his status, you know, to be you know, catered to a certain way, you know, in, in, in the shake joint. And I thought that was just corny and funny. Yeah. And I made but a post really- about it in the group last night and you know, it, you know, all this stuff is unconfirmed, but they're ju- it's just hilarious to me. That, that, that's pretty much it. I think I stated my case pre- pretty well. Why it, it was hilarious, um, yeah. yeah. But Enzo Amore, always taking L's. Um, <laughs> whether they fake um, or real.
1: Yeah, even even imagine L's are funny L's to catch. Like the same thing with this, uh, when you know when we find out people get caught for like soliciting prostitution or, or 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 get caught like shoplifting. It's like, bro, we just gonna laugh at you because it's funny.
0: Like like, any, like the NFL like, Man street, of the like, Year.
1: Any Yeah, like any stripper story is funny, like unless unless it ends up with something that goes like you know goes you know morbid or you know horrifying. Like super super stories are always funny.
0: So Omar, Omar said,
1: "Rance, I hear paying tuition." (laughs) 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 Oh Oh man!
0: (laughs) Oh man! Oh, you guys are great. Um, so so let's get to the next thing we want to talk about. We wanted to talk about Elias, Uh, no longer Samson. Uh, James, uh, is it, you know, we, we, every time WWE changes somebody's name, there's always that initial reaction of what the fuck is this? Like when they changed Neville's name, Rusev's name, Subzarro's name, you know, if they're worried about Elias, you know, based on the week they just had, is this what they should be focusing on?
1: No. Like, who cares? Like, he came up, he had, he already had a last name, he took it away so basically, they're now they are just like okay. So I, I think I have to think about this. Like, besides Neville, is there anybody that they have like made anonymous, made their name anonymous, and like they turn and like because of that they got over? Actually, I can't even say that was Neville. Like, they, they took him off; he broke his leg, and then they took him off TV, and then he came back as a as a heel.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: like, has this made anybody? is this made anybody the fact that they're now like you know they're yeah, they stand on the lines of like share. Beyonce, Madonna, uh, Usher—like, has, has anybody like became a star because they have names like those people? Just one name,
0: <laughs> Prince. <laughs> oh, oh man, um, I think all the the main guys really still have two names. You know, this is like the Undertaker, and you just call him Undertaker. Uh, and oh, even yeah. so, that was like yeah. twenty seven, eight years ago. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think their priorities are in the wrong place. Uh, Omar says, uh, the Drifter will be the next Intercontinental Champion. Uh, oh,
1: ho, ho, ho. no, he will not. You know, who, who, you know who's going to be the next Intercontinental Champion.
0: Jason Jordan. Yep. And, sure uh, is. So, uh, you know, let's see what else we got. We got the SummerSlam card to talk about. So, um, uh, Rand said, Alexander Rusev didn't do shit.
1: And he said, and then someone mentioned Omar mentioned The Rock. So, what we're going to, so what we're saying is, like, unless you have the potential to become like the biggest movie star, um, in the world, then no, it's not going to get you over.
0: Um, so like SummerSlam card, uh, looking like we've got that Fatal Four Way set in stone. James, I know you probably wanted to talk a, a little bit about the women's divisions and what's going on, you know, everything with that but it looks like the title matches are going to be Bailey versus Alexa bliss and, uh, Natalia versus Naomi. Um, those two are having a great back and forth on Instagram right now. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, there was a picture of Natalia on her page, putting like the, uh, wrestle or excuse me, the SummerSlam 97 photo of Bret Hart with the heart and soul gimmick, uh, poster, uh, with the undertaker. So it swapped out for Natalia with, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Naomi's the Undertaker, essentially, and then on Naomi's page, it was you know Natalia bald, and it's like get ready, you know, because I'm gonna snatch your edges and anything like that. It was this is how you're gonna look. It was hilarious. Yes.
1: <laughs> so
0: like, what up, Dave? So my
1: question is, my question is, like, was Lana basically playing Shawn Michaels as a special guest ref, or in in the natty picture, or no?
0: No, that, I don't think uh, that one was in there.
1: No special guest ref. Okay. Yeah. Just just wondering. Just wondering, yeah. So, um,
0: so, 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 yeah, what, I, what do you think about this card in general and then specifically that, that the women's division, um, deal?
1: Um, I think, I think me talked about this. I think there were like with the pre show involved, I think there were like 12 matches on the SummerSlam card, right? Or, we're probably around that, yeah. Uh, I mean, you look at what we have for sure, whether it's the two women's matches and the fatal four way for the top for the universal title, and um. I think those. Are, I think you know what I have wanted to see different matchups for both women's belts. Yes, um, but I mean they're both still solid matches uh, to have. Like I mean, what I want to see Bailey versus uh, Alexa again this soon after they this few basically like completely killed Bailey? Fuck no. But um, it's still. I mean, you put Sasha in there. Like I think you're going to get about the same quality of match. Um, and plus, you either have the the factor of it's almost like they're they're like it's almost like they're teasing us. Like we're going we're going to do it now. Or we screw Bailey or have Sasha screw Bailey, you know. And maybe they don't do it as, a, as just to fuck with us. Um, but it seems like they're headed there. Um, on the other end, I mean, I would have rather seen Charlotte there with, with Naomi um, in a matchup of like you could build it as the two most athletic women in the Debs division. What will happen? um we finally get to see who's the best or whatever um or who's the most athletic or whatever uh, and then you could even have gone with the, the face versus facing of, of naomi and becky but i mean they went with the hill face dynamic and i mean i i mean cool i mean but i felt like it's third biggest show of the year or second biggest show of the year go with it you know mm-hmm. like do your face do your big face versus face matchup like you love to do it like showcase shows like this um, they decided to still go there. Maybe they, maybe they still feel like they want to actually like, want to really trial Naomi now as far as trying to get her over as a like legitimate like women's champion, mm-hmm. as opposed to having her like just squash Lana or like a bug. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Cause it, they've, they've, but, they've kept, uh, Charlotte and Becky, like, and pretty much everyone else, like strategically away from her. And they've also booked it to where she's actually not defending the title. Um, in, or she hasn't defended it in about 30 days or so. So, um, you know, going back on the own rules. Yeah.
1: yeah, so I think, yeah, if she doesn't fight this week, if she doesn't defend her belt this week, it will be officially a breach of the 30-day rule.
0: Um, so, yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else. We're probably going to end up with Jason Jordan and The Miz. Um, all that. Dave Fenichel says, this is the Lex Luger versus Yokozuna of podcast. So, based on where that is on your list, that must mean we're pretty great. Um, <laughs> um,
1: I mean, if you don't want to listen, you can always, like, sign off.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like, I mean, like, yeah, thanks for insulting us. Cool.
0: Um, so, let's get to so let's let's get to uh, some of the questions uh, that got submitted earlier. From uh, we got a couple questions. Uh, so Joe was like, um, we kind of touched on this earlier. Um, Cena versus Nakamura, who wins and why? I
1: mean, and I mean, if it wasn't John Cena with the history of LOL, Cena wins. You would say Nakamura because he's a person that needs to win to still like they actually get himself a big win to actually. You know, if it, let's say this wasn't Jinder as a champion. This was actually, like, a, a, a real live, you know, champion. Or let me say it, a real live normal champion. You say he needs a big win to prove that he's ready for the main event stage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if we were still going off those parameters, then, like, yeah, he should probably beat Cena um, for this. But, I mean, the, the thing is, just, like, messing me up so much is, like, I still can't get over the fact that, like, they're putting this gigantic of a match on, on SmackDown. To put over, like, the far lesser that's on the pay-per-view. Like, it's it's so weird to me. So weird.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Cena because it was something you alluded to earlier. Uh, I think he's going to win just because the promos from Jinder Mahal and Nakamura could be absolutely painful um, to get through. uh, And that's... That's simply because, you know, Nakamura, he's probably not going to give you too much. And then gender you probably won't be able to hear what he's saying because he speaks so uh, softly or lowly. I don't I don't understand why what? he only does it when he's putting promos think, on the mic. Like when he's yeah, talking he's to the same brothers voice. backstage, like he's he's like, you can hear him clearly.
1: It's a put on voice like he's changing his voice in front of the crowd to like make him sound, I guess, tougher or whatever. It's a, it's a weird affect he's put on his voice. But, um, yeah, I just, like, I, I really don't want to see, I mean, I guess, but I really don't want to see the Cena-Gender thing, because, like, it's, it's not going to do anybody good. Like, Cena lose, I mean, I guess if gender wins, I mean, cool, but, like, the promo situation is going to be so bad on that aspect of, like, you you just know that Cena is going to bury him and have one of those burial things. It's like, this dude's already struggling as it is, why you just gonna crush him? You're gonna be an avalanche. You're gonna be an avalanche on his head. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just kind of like, we really wanna, we really wanna do this to a guy that's already like struggling as a champion.
0: Yeah, it, it's a hell of a, you know, and it's almost something like you're like, wow, they're gonna send this guy out there to get basically fed to Cena for X amount of weeks, like promo wise. Yeah, how do you expect him to compete? He's clearly unarmed. Now, the the deal with talking low in your promo is, like, I, I think there's a way to do that. Obviously, as Jake the Snake Roberts proved, but he ain't no Jake the Snake Roberts, so.
1: I mean, there are different ways to do the low promo. You can be Jake the Snake Roberts. You can be Psycho Sid. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, can, you can be you can be Macho Man. There are plenty of different ways to do this. Like, you can be Sid where, like, Sid is almost like Buster Rhymes in, in uh, uh, what was it, uh, the get the low touch song, it, where it's touch like four it. bars low, yep. four bars high. Yep. And then Macho Man, he sorta, of, you know, his whole thing he starts out low and then he builds to he builds to getting loud and angry and sweaty and looking like he's high on cocaine. He builds to that. Yeah. So I mean there's different ways to handle it with the low promo.
0: But uh let's get to the next question. It said uh, Kevin Owens faces who at SummerSlam, presuming he doesn't win the US title again.
1: Oh, Owens. I'm sorry, us Shane.
0: Oh, yeah, Shane McMahon, yeah. Um yeah. there's looking like there's a little bit of tension for, for, for him there and I, I think I saw you uh talk to talk to some folks about, you know, eventually Shane's gonna have to win one of these matches. Uh Yes. yes. So you wanna you wanna like yes. elaborate on that a little bit?
1: Okay, so he's been in um what, four this he's been in three matches, he's been back. He fought at WrestleMania thirty two Undertaker and got that ass whooped, and almost killed himself to get that ass whooped. Then he was in the Survivor Series match uh, for the the brand extension match, and uh, he almost died. Reigns almost killed him. Um, So so like, maybe we should maybe we should have seen this with Roman Reigns that he's out here trying to murder people. But we'll we'll just just move on on from that point. Like, um, and then but in the the other individual match he had was against AJ. So like, he's now going to be two and zero. Owen 2 at WrestleMania, and then he's gonna go into his third, you know, profile singles match with um, another guy, and it's like, all right, so at what point uh, do they do the whole? He has to get his heat back to actually stay at, as an actual like attraction in a spotlight match for somebody. When is he gonna beat somebody?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, that's the reason why, like, I don't want to see this this Owens Shane thing because one it's gonna have to be unless it turns to a hardcore match or street fight or whatever the hell you wanna call it a Brooklyn dumpster match whatever a Brooklyn brawler match how about that <laughs> um unless, unless it, they turn it, it, gender gonna,
0: be in that right. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> wow so unless they turn it into like you know some type of stipulation match one the match ain't gonna be good and then two your potential of like the more he loses he, the more and more he loses the greater potential it is that Vince looks up and says god damn pal uh, you're not really doing it for us as an attraction. We gotta get, we gotta get you a win, and then he's gonna go over and beat like
0: someone. I don't
1: know. He's gonna end up beating somebody, and it's gonna and the crowd is gonna turn on it, especially in one of the especially in these big town, these big map shows where people travel to. People are not gonna have that. Like it, like even you mean to tell me, I spent two thousand. I spent like two or twenty five hundred dollars to come out here for this whole three day for this three day weekend situation, and you've. And you basically, you know, killed one of the, like the guys that's going to be the face of the company for the next five, ten years. People aren't going to have that. Uh,
0: Dave Finnessey says uh, any burial mic on burial work on the mic will be negated by Cena putting him over at Summerslam, meaning gender.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, if he wins, yeah, but at the same time, <sighs> I don't know. Like it's a weird thing. Like when he kills people, it's not good. Like and also. He'll, he'll kill you regardless if, you, if he wins or whether he wins or loses, like AJ or Miz. Yeah. And The thing is, like these are, like lately anyway. This wasn't always the case. Like lately, since he's started doing the whole leave and come back thing, like the promos are now like more like, yeah, I am basically, I am basically bringing up, like kneecapping you. It's a rap battle. I'm going to say all this stuff I can about you. Or so you have no response. You look like a. Right. Yeah, as opposed to, like, a few years ago when, like, the first one I really remember where it was, like, vicious was...
0: The Daniel Bryan you know, and Randy the, Orton one?
1: The Randy the Randy Orton Championship Ascension one right going into TLC 2014. That's the one I remember specifically. I actually watched that last night. Yeah. It was great. Um, yeah. But...
0: You had trouble in now, the ring. You've had trouble out the ring.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, like, look, and you just think, maybe if you win this, then you can say, look, look, guys... I'm I'm everything that I should have been ten years ago. Yeah. And then you know, and then he you know he put over CM Punk and, and uh Brian and Ziggler or whatever. But like yeah, that was that was like memorable. Now it's like he, that's a that's the thing now. Like that's the go to move. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm concerned. Like I understand he's a baby face, baby face to be able to say whatever old thing to a guy, but it's like, hey, bro, you're going to leave soon.
2: Yeah.
1: Like. You know, and I'm going to be stuck here
0: holding this bag, and the bag is, has shit in it now because you handed it to me. <laughs> yeah, they got shit in you know the me? case. Uh, uh, Dave Fenshaw also says, uh, what about an open challenge assuming he wins it back? I, which I feel like you can't rule out because they've, they've flipped the U.S. title so many times, it's just kind of there now. But um, I, I don't see him uh, Styles losing it uh, again because if AJ Styles is not involved in the world title picture and he doesn't have the U.S. title, Finding him a program would be very tricky, and if you're not going to take care of AJ Styles once again at a big four show, I have to ask, what are you doing as a company?
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Like, I, I really. And he like also says you know, Cena isn't I mean, winning 17 I mean, from I'm gender at
0: SummerSlam. These. He said. Uh, he said, uh, "Cena isn't winning 17 from gender at SummerSlam." I mean, if he does. Whatever. <laughs> because Cena's gonna be around for a little bit from what I'm hearing. Like he was advertised for the No uh-huh. Mercy show that they're gonna have after SummerSlam. Um and he's gonna be around and I'm sure he's gonna do the India tour. Which Jinder Mahal ain't no John Cena even in India.
1: Well my thing is this, right? Since we're out here giving house shows, we're changing bells on house shows. Like, (laughs) what better, what a better idea would it be than to have Ginger win the title back in India?
0: You could do that.
1: Like, and that was the thing. That was the thing that made this whole thing weird about finding out there was a tour and then they made a champion ahead of time. I Was like, hey man, like maybe build to make him or actually respect a guy that's already like have a solid foundation under him to actually try to draw interest and then. Put the bet on him around now, as opposed to just go zero to one hundred real quick. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess you know they could do that and have you know and have him tease and like be the "quote unquote" fighting guy. You know, in that territory, be the maybe face fighting for the belt. That would draw some interest and in see people want to. I mean, I would assume anyway. I don't know how well he's doing in India.
0: All right. Uh, Dave Fennel also said it would be a great spot uh, to debut Rude if Owens was the champion with an an open challenge. Um, The only thing I I see about that is, like, you know, heel versus heel, that match could be really boring. because, Because Rude isn't, to me, like, impressive like that in the ring, and Owens, like... I think it's time we, we have a discussion about Kevin Owens like and what he he does in a lot of these matches now, like with these extended headlocks and you know I don't know if it's just the gimmick that's doing this or like because he's had some shaky performances like if you remove those first three Cena matches right from his career, after that, uh-huh. he's got some good matches, but there's nothing that's like touching those first three.
1: Well I mean those only matches he's been allowed to showcase like yeah, hey, you have 20 something minutes and you're going to have clean finishes guys. I mean you I mean you can think of the last two Royal Rumble matches he had like those were great. Mhm. Great. Um like he I mean in both of those both of those matches he damn near killed himself falling through a table and falling through a uh I don't know like a jungle gym of chairs and I mean you also I I don't know like I I still see, I still see like the talent is clearly there or whatever. Right. I just see it as like, like the stars haven't aligned as much as they have in the past. That's all. I, I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about Kevin Owens. I'm just not. He's, he's too good.
0: Uh, Dylan asks, "How do you guys think the autumn time for WWE will play out? Seems like they're more in, of a or in more of a rut during that time." Yes, um, during football season, WWE has a tendency to mail it in. Uh, we've seen it in 2014. We saw some of the some of that on Monday Night Raw last year, and this is where SmackDown was so strong um, in maintaining yeah. and building excitement for WWE uh, around that time last year. Um, they've got to make sure they get belts on guys that I feel like that will put in quality performances to turn it. Into the pay per view to turn it back to the TV to turn it back to the pay per view. Um, I'm if they're going down the road that they're going right now, yeah. Like Baron, Cor- remember Baron Corbin's holding the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yes,
1: uh, <laughs> get it done now. Let it, it needs to happen now. One thing about the about um, the autumn is now is that they will clearly put a belt on somebody and then just to let them have a, a, a I guess like a. A significant, a long, a long enough run to where you can't say he, somebody was shortchanged. At the same time, like they will get that shit off of you and move on. And, and by the time we get to Royal Rumble, we, you can get the fuck out the way so they can do do what they really want to do for the big shows when the real when the real stars come in when the when the Rock Lesnar's and the yeah. Goldbergs and the Rocks and the Undertakers. In the Shane McMahons of the world, you yes. know the guys that are actually really drawing the card. Show up and it's, and it's no time to make the money.
0: So, bro, you remember like, how fast they got Sheamus about to paint a couple years ago? See, bro, see, they I'm cheered like, they cheered for Roman Reigns once, and then immediately Vince McMahon was like, "We, we got to put the title on him now!" Like, and, and yeah. Sheamus was done essentially. Um... Looks like uh, we had I mean, got a comment. And that's, the that,
1: and that's the thing that I don't get when it comes to like they understand like if you have someone do awesome shit, they will get over right. But at the same time, like they only figure, they, it's like they only figure this out for like their main event feuds, right? Like they understand that if you have Roman Reigns get screwed over and then come out and blows his stack and beats the hell out of the League of Nations and Triple H with a chair, ungodly. Like, it'll get them over. They understand if, like, he Superman punches Vince, it'll pop. It'll pop the crowd. If, you know, especially against uh, someone like Sh- like Sheamus that has go away heat. So, they understand that stuff. And they understand that if, like, you know, Roman Reigns and, Brock- and Braun Strowman try to murder each other, that it'll get over. But they don't get that, like, the stuff they do with, like, a Sami Zayn or, like, or a Bailey where they just beat him and, hopefully, like, you beating them will make them lovable, we'll get, we'll, like, yeah, that doesn't happen. Like, that only happened with Daniel Bryan. You know what I mean? It's so weird. You that only they made one of those. Him, like, yeah. Like, it, it, and then, like, it, it, it's so weird that like, okay, these guys are B-level guys or C-level guys. We can't really let them do really cool stuff. So, like, y'all just stuck on your own. Like, y'all going to have to, like, get it off of, like, the short amount of time y'all get with your promos the short amount and the whatever amount of time you get in the ring even though like y'all are C feud so like y'all don't ever get to like have real blow-off matches right. y'all just get to like y'all might get one out of your entire feud right. everything else is gonna be fuck finishes
0: it's weird looks like we got a comment from Jared Lark uh, he said they shouldn't turn this into Sasha Charlotte with the U.S. Championship and Baron Corbin as WWE Champion is honestly a great idea, just as long as he can have decent promos. And I think that's like a major point of contention with with Corbin because uh, a venue uh, like like Talking Smack was was very beneficial for a guy like him, but he sounds yeah. like less intimidating than, than gender, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he said as long as he had these promos, is like all right. Like, so what have you seen to suggest that he could do that?
0: Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to call the show, a uh, add One Nation Radio on Skype. Uh, I, I feel like I should be saying that more often <laughs> because y'all can call in. Um, the, uh, the deal, like Baron Corbin with the WWE Championship, uh, I am afraid of, of what that may be for um, building your program around him. But... They could do it as, like, how they're doing SmackDown with gender right now. I, I really feel like SmackDown is not being built around the champion. Like, he's there, but we all know what the real stars are doing. Um, and, you know, he's kind of just there, using as a plot device, you know, on the pay per views. But yep. with Corbin in that same role, I, I don't even see Corbin polarizing people as much as gender.
1: Uh. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe because at least with Jinder, you can be like, well, it's something different. They never done. They never done this before. So at least give it a chance. As opposed to like Corbin's, like we've seen a bunch of like body of guys look to part all stars, get the belt, and not be you know, and not be there. Like, and because the, they're not know the promos and like the ring work isn't all the way there yet.
0: Right.
1: Like so we we've, we've seen that before. Um. So. I don't know. You... to he substituting the word star for worker? I don't know. It's, I don't know what Dave's talking about. Yeah, maybe I just want
0: to. Yeah, bring I up. Do that I talk. Go
1: ahead. I do that sometimes. I just I just like damp it or just go without even like the words come out of my mouth without actually like.
0: Comment from giving Joe. it uh, Comment from Joe, and I say where Joe's from all the time. Uh, uh, whenever he asks a question from the show uh joe from australia you know because we worldwide out here um <laughs> uh if corbin a- dominated aussie joe. yeah aussie joe uh if corbin dominated guys on the roster it's more believable than jinder the jobber <laughs> uh i don't even well, think yeah, jinder's I- dominated I- guys
1: no he hasn't like, i mean except for the was it ty jillinger he beat the hell out of a couple weeks ago
0: i believe it was
1: yeah, like, aside from that, yeah, like, and yes, it is, and you want to know why? Because he wasn't a career jobber for years and years and years, and then, like, come back to the company, win one time, and then don't win for, and then never win again until it's, it's championship time. Like, Corbin, I mean...
0: You you can see uh, where, where, where the beginning go- was for him. Sorry? Uh, you can see where the beginning was for Corbin. Like, they gave him that Andre the Giant yeah. joint, they put him in a feud with Ziggler, they let him fight Kalisto right. later that year. Um, He had the whole deal with Ambrose. Um, He had now the money in the bank. He had the the Nakamura feud. I don't think it was a success or anything. But, uh, yes, Jinder needed help to beat Mojo Rowley. Let's not forget that.
1: Yes, and also the other – or like beginning of the year, or beginning of the year, end of the year, last year – like they in did throw him into main event matches with with i mean granted they they him by putting him in there with aj and ziggler and triple threat matches and whatnot and whatever else and then cena like but they put him in main event spotlights or whatever like that's the thing like they've done a lot like he's more believe because they've actually done stuff with him compared to what they've done with gender before they, they just basically they basically threw him over the cliff and said learn how to fly <laughs> what, I, what I give a parachute, a parachute or wings or none of that shit. They just said, you just go out there, you going to have to learn on your own. Like, the most we'll give you is, like, two other dudes to do some bumps for you in your matches or whatever. But, like,
0: that's it. Um,. Dave says, Saba, stop reading my columns over gender, Gender hashtag he hinders. We hinder as well, but Dave, I-, I have love for you, bro, so I'll continue to read your columns, even if you are planning on infuriating the world with your SummerSlam list. Like, if Daniel Bryan and John Cena isn't in the top five, going to have words um, <laughs> of the SummerSlam main events. Um, So, uh, yeah, like, in how how many weeks is SummerSlam away? I want to say it's like three weeks away. We're going to have the Uh, live tournament. I think
1: it's August 20th. I think it's August 20th.
0: Okay. We're going to have Dave Fennishow and Chad Matthews on live uh, for One Nation Live to do the tournament um, of the greatest WrestleMania main events ever. Uh, And we're going to use uh, Dave's column series that he's – dropping on lordsofpain.com he just broke into the top 10 recently I think he's in the middle of the top 10 as, as I speak he actually one of the columns went up live just as we were going uh, live on the air today um, we're going to use the seating from his columns to determine what is the actual best one like what, what we're gonna do we're gonna do it elimination style we're gonna have the um the audience and you guys in the comments if you want to call in actually that one's gonna be a no call show because um, there's already gonna be four people uh, on air <laughs> so mean, if you want to I, mean, ju- I think i think we yeah I think
1: we, I think we i think we're trying to figure out like the tiebreaker system um yeah but we'll we'll get it, we'll figure
0: it out yeah um and you guys can join us in the comments on that and that's gonna be really, really that's gonna be a big show Um, so uh, we got another question uh, from Dylan James Uh, what can be done to make Rollins a more interesting face I love him now I have a thing for corny white meat baby faces but I think he's missing something name a meaningful feud to bring out the fire in him Ambrose and Rollins seems like it's in the works
1: (sighs) I mean I'm fine where he is right now like I don't I don't believe that like the thing is, at the beginning of or the end of towards the end of last year, I thought like he was a maybe he was a guy to be a good guy to try to get people to get behind him because he got screwed over and there was nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at a point where like I feel I feel like he's been in the quote unquote doghouse long enough, and he's not necessarily tr- pretending anymore as much as he is just a like, just a guy and he's just trying to wrestle and people keep screwing with him. Um, so. For me as far as that like yeah he is a white knee face, i'm fine with that like i love white knee faces. like i like i said i just did uh with my with my little cousin my little four-year-old cousin Caden. like i basically tried to get him hooked on wwe using the story of daniel Bryan. and like that is that is a real white knee
0: babyface hmm. so we got a call coming from osiris stevens so this might be omar state your name gangster
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Omar. What's going on, Omar? What's going on,
2: baby?
0: Do me a favor, Omar. Uh, mute, mute the show on your end because it is coming through. I got it.
3: All right. Yeah, excuse me. I, I'm in,
0: I'm in yes. the coffee. Oh, yes. Uh, so, so, what's up, so, so what's going on, Omar? Uh, what, what, welcome to the show, man. What, what's on your mind today, man?
3: Oh, nothing. I wanted to um, uh, piggyback off the the Nakamura Cena situation. Gotcha. In my opinion, I believe Cena should win, but I don't believe Nakamura should get the title anytime soon. Due to the fact that I don't don't believe the level of competition he has to to go along with is is not up to par to the point where he's not going to have matches that I actually want to hold people's attention. Therefore, he will not draw anything.
0: I think that's fair. So, um, if you look at the heel side and all these guys that are, you know, would be pretend, potential opponents, it's almost like that, uh, and now you mentioned, like, the ultimate Warrior problem after he won the title, where it was like, that's pretty much what set Warrior up to, uh, kind of be a, a disappointment as a champion. Like, they never really gave him the great op- greatest opponents, and it was a list of guys he already beat, and, um, they... Pretty much set him up, you know, the whole time until and, and booked him as number two. So that's a good point on that, Omar. But uh, what's up with you, Omar? Man, we've been waiting for you to call this show for a while, man.
3: <laughs> man, look, 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 look. With my line of work, is sometimes I get busy. So like at night, I work overnight. So it's a lot of times in the evening time, I'm 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 on dead zone. So gotcha. it's hard. It's hard for me to get through sometimes.
0: Gotcha, man. Gotcha, man. Yeah.
1: yeah, man. Like, is it what is this episode four?
0: I think this is the fourth episode of One Nation Live. Yeah,
1: fourth episode, yeah, man. Like I told, I told Rich off air, like bro, because he, because Omar be wilding, like on, in the group, and also on the stuff I see on his Facebook page, like he on probation this first week, and then you ain't call in on the first week, you tell you on no probation, so I can hung, hang up on you until you come back next week. So then, so I told Rich, I was like, see, he out here hiding, thinking that he just, like, like he, he's just, got, he's basically just hiding. So he just basically come in and be cool. I was like, all right, let him show up. You and call in. I'm going I'm to tell them the same thing Like, nah, They skipped over. a week. You call
0: back next week. And Now it's week four, so you
1: good
3: now. I ain't going to hold it against you. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that
0: crazy. I just have my opinion. That's all. Gotcha. You, gotcha. You. Appreciate that, man. Thank you for everything. <laughs> uh, you contribute to the group and all that. Uh, looks like we got a couple of comments. Uh, so based on that, Seth Rollins question, um, Dave Fenichel said, Seth versus gender is probably the legit best option. I'd love to know why um because
1: between, between our different brands. what are we going to do we're, we're now actually letting guys cross up beside cena
0: yeah i i i don't know i guess this is just like you know pick a guy the way the question was posed pick a guy that you think would bring out that fire in seth um mm. i still think it's aj I, I still think it's seth rollins versus aj styles personally because he's going to see a guy that he needs to outperform like in every sense of the word i think we saw pretty much the best of rollins um, leading up to that Finn Balor stuff, where he was like, this dude can't touch me in the ring, this guy can't touch me in the mic, everything you've done, I've done it first, and who are you, essentially? Yeah. Like, and, I, and, and that like was, he was awesome yeah. in and and that that was leading one. up.
1: And that was another one where I was just like, okay, so you had the heel basically telling the truth about a baby face and exposing his flaws. I was like, okay, all right. Like, he's like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bigger, better uh earlier, faster prototype of what you what you are. I was like, okay, yeah, that's all true. And younger. Why should I care about Finn? Why should, yeah, why should I give a fuck about Finn Balor now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of face paint? Okay. Like, if you want to say because of face paint, then cool, but like, you, you kind of did them a sort of a disservice by doing it, especially when like, I guess they were trying, I don't know what they were thinking with the Demon King, the Demon King
0: <laughs> thing. I mean... Omar, what'd you think um, uh, uh like, who would be the guy to bring it out of Seth?
3: Honestly, I think with the title on the line, I think, as much as I don't like this person, I think Seth and, and Zayn hmm. will be a good mix with a title on the line. It will be a good mix because you get a little Ooh. bit of everything.
1: Face
3: versus face or does Seth and have to turn heel? Nah, I, I would say hill uh, Seth. I know they're not going to do that anytime soon because yeah. yeah, there's no money in that. So the
0: thing on that, I guess, but is I, like, uh, you know, if, if Ambrose and Rollins is in the works for a, a long term plan, it seems like they've gone back to Ambrose and Rollins like each summer uh, since the breakup. Yeah,
1: four years. Tied Tied out Ambrose. Money now.
0: Yep. and now they, they might be taking the long route where they become tag team champions, and someone falls out somewhere. And I, I actually posted in the group if uh, this leads to uh, Rollins versus Ambrose at WrestleMania. I think that might be. The feud, like, to make both of them, like, as made guys forever in the history of WWE.
3: And broke it up a little bit. Agreed. He goes from he goes from being nutty to being loopy. Then he tries to be like the white PG version of New Jack. Like, I don't, I don't want to see that anymore. <laughs> the white version,
1: <people>, oh, no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Nah look,
1: look, th- look, there is there is no such thing as a white PG version of New Jack. Not at all. Like bro, y'all know who White New Jack, Jack is, promo, right? I saw that man cut a promo talking about he gave a shout out to OJ Simpson. Keep up the good work. <laughs> ain't no ain't no, white <laughs> doing no such thing, bro.
0: The closest no, thing no. you get is Stone Cold no. Steve Austin.
3: I, I, Outside of New Jack, I think New Jack's the only person outside of Scott signing. I think I will never see with a live mic in WWE.
0: Oh, my God. I, <clears throat> look, I, I want to say probably about twice a year I go back and watch New Jack promos and think, oh, my God, we need this in wrestling and then immediately i am like, no, the fuck we don't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> I mean, you, it's the shoot, it's me, the shoot like, interview, bro, Like man, That's,
1: oh some, that's the last thing we need, bro. Like, first, off, we getting this, we, first off, we're getting this Mayweather Versus McGregor, and that's going and that's going to tear America apart. That might start the second Civil War. And you want to bring new? You want to give a hand a live uh, mic over to the next new Jack? Fuck well, no, <laughs> uh-uh, bro. He's he's, out, he's, Mike, he's not the hero. He's not the hero we want.
3: The hero we need.
0: Oh my gosh!
3: <laughs>
0: All right. Oh, uh, we, we got a comment from Aussie Joe. He said, uh, "Seth versus Miz—that's something fresh too. I believe it was, but yes. I don't—I don't know why they didn't uh, run that way. Uh,
1: I think because Ambrose Ambrose is in the way, so they figured like how to bridge how to bridge that was to bring him into the fold with Ambrose, and then maybe they move on. Like something's gonna have to drag Ambrose away, or like or something, or maybe they put him on the shelf. Maybe they like maybe they beat up, they do something heinous to Ambrose, and then like Seth has to fight on his friend's behalf for being off TV. I mean, because right now." I don't know where, like, let's say they weren't doing this, this tag team or this, you know, fashion. the Shield versus the Miz entourage thing. I don't know where Ambrose would turn to as far as the feud right now.
0: Yeah. Um, Ambrose and Big Cass. Oh, my gosh. We haven't, we haven't talked about Big Cass. I, I think we should talk about Big Cass a little bit. Um, I want to say he's I said it, a couple, said it in a couple couple shows ago. His whole gimmick was he's seven foot tall and you can't teach that. The first mm-hmm. thing feud they book him post Enzo Amore is fighting <laughs> against the big show a dude who's bigger than him and actually 7 feet. Mm. I don't understand where you know why they do those things uh, but with this I think his music is terrible. I will watch <laughs> I will watch him murder Enzo Amore 7 days out of the week. That's that's entertaining. That but uh Cass is Cass is a mystery uh for me because like, you know, there's a thing where, you know, folks say he's the new version of Test. Uh he's got <laughs> he's got some heat right now, but it's strictly due to that Enzo thing. I think he has to turn into uh like the ultimate menace. I think him versus potentially like a Jason Jordan eventually would be a good spotlight for, for both of those guys. It's like, yo, we see you guys as two young stars, go get it.
3: Or I we could
0: be honest and say that during the fall he
3: doesn't
1: deserve
0: to be a single star right now. Like we took we broke up is, both of y'all tag teams. Let's see
1: it. But the thing for me is they have too many guys or not or not too many, but they have a a, a number of guys that are They're only the good heart. at one thing. Like they're, they're a lot of them are like almost like the the Cleveland Cavs roster when you compare it to like them trying to beat the Warriors, it's like they have too many, or even like the old like Knicks Nick's team with Melo. It's like they have too many guys that either are only good at defense or only good at offense. Meaning like they're only good in the ring and they're only good on promo. So like they got Finzo who's only good at promo right now. They have they have uh, or I guess the New Age Test who's who's really he's a body guy. I mean, dude, Corbin is so much better than, than Cass as far as like a package in total, except for the hair. Like if we uh, really yeah. take if we find a oh, really oh, no. way to put, like, if we were able to find a way to put uh, your boy his hair onto and transplant it onto Corbin's hair, and we can, have a, we can have a world champion. Yeah. We really could. Like, a legitimate one, and <laughs> they actually be like somebody who's not like, I don't know about this, bro.
0: Baron Corbin but need to like, go like, holler at LeBron and his barber, however they made <laughs> that comeback. Uh, or Wayne played- Rooney. Yes. Jared put a uh, hashtag scullet. Oh and, no! And uh, oh. and I like to give credit to Dave Finisher who who basically uh, said that Baron Corbin came out there with the skullet on you boys uh, a bruh, couple months ago.
1: Baron Corbin's top. Baron Corbin's tops back like oh boy. <laughs> <what I> <laughs> oh no! That, <laughs> them,
0: them
1: <laughs> boy's top back.
0: That that man needs to change his instrument music. to Ti top back. You know, beat down a little more top back. Baron um. Yeah,
1: Barry Corbin is cool. But, they, had... but, 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 like, yeah, they have an issue where like they have too many guys, or not too many. They have a number of guys right now that they're trying to bring to the surface, and they're like, like Jason Jordan has the look, he has the wrestling, but the promos are just, ooh,
2: oof,
1: yeah, boy. Um, and I mean, I no thought that's a reason why they put him, and I thought it was the reason why they put him with Angle because Angle is a really good actor. Get his stuff over, and you've seen that when he's out there doing the, doing the praying. When when after, after for praying for Braun situation, whole yeah. time where he's been flustered with these big behemoths. He's trying to get in between because they're about to like tear the ring apart over the last couple of weeks. But like they haven't, you know, they haven't really been together like this um, last week. They weren't really together. So you know, I hope they they try to figure out how to like hide the guys that that aren't there yet in those particular areas.
0: Uh, we had a uh, another comment from Jared Lark. He was saying, "Watch them try to make Enzo relevant again by having the Big Show and Enzo as a tag team. That is like one of the most WWE things they could do. Uh, you
1: know what? That, you know what that's like. Remember when they had Big Show and Mysterio tagging together? Like that's like the like the homeless, homeless, homeless uh, third world like third world country homeless version of that. Like there's flies hanging off that virgin's face of that."
0: Oh, Come man. on, man. Baron, <laughs> is that Baron Corbin's biggest feud is with his hair, uh, Jared also said. That's funny. Uh, that's, you know, that's foul. Well, Aussie Joe said, send Test six-pack over as well. Uh, Cass and Corbin have had too much catering and road food. They got the big bellies. Oh,
1: no. Nobody's saying it. Let's be, let, 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 let's it. be fair. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. Tess, is Tess better than Big Cass in every single way except for height? Yes. That's what I'm thinking too. So we can't. There's only so much we can send over until we just say, just bring, just, bring, just like let's let's exhum Tess's body and see if we can use modern technology to to bring him back to life.
0: Right. Let's um, see if we can <laughs> do that. said, "Big Show and, and Ray Mysterio tag." Yeah, I believe they they formed a team late in 2013. Yeah. I want to say or at the TLC pay per view. If I'm not mistaken, there there was like some type of elimination match. What's going on, Sam? Um, but yeah, um, where was Darren Young? What was that? where's darren young darren young he is getting on that gender plan like he's uh he's working with nutrition solutions like that's who's uh who's doing uh gender's like nu- nutrition prep that's actually located in tampa uh, he's putting up a lot of stuff on his instagram right now uh basically re you know reforming his body and eating like clean and i want to address this right now uh, with the Jinder Mahal thing, like yeah. as far as like you know, folks saying he's like he clearly has to be on steroids to look like that. While that, no, it, he doesn't. He does not because all you have like like James and I are both both like testaments of what eating right and working out consistently can do. And if you eat right to the level that he eats right and train to the level that. That he trains, which I don't know if you guys have seen any of those videos, but he was doing like a joint where he did a pull up into a like drop down burpee into like a slam ball or something like that. I forgot what, it was, and then just back over. It was like a slam ball pull yeah, it's, up. That's crazy. That's that's like nuts. That's like three movements in one that like just get your whole body. And then <laughs> the uh, nutrition solutions, like if they're planning out all your meals and you drink a ton of water, you can look like that.
1: Well, my whole thing is, like,
0: one, I mean,
1: being, like, being, like, growing up as a huge baseball fan and also in, in, like, football fan, like, I don't give a flying fuck about someone being on PEDs. I do not care.
2: Right.
1: I don't care. Like, like, you can't, because here's the thing. You (laughs) don't know who's actually, because you don't know who's actually on it ever. So, like, for me, to, for me to be out here adding like somebody is or isn't on it when, like, there's John Cena and Randy Orton walking around and also Randy Orton, someone that's been popped for PEDs and he damn sure don't look like gender. So, like, I don't, or even in his prime, like, I don't really care. Like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. Like, he just used to be on Juice all the time. Like, you, like, you, okay, so if you ever look at, like, 80s promos, like, the, super, the superstar rocking rockin wrestling era or or, like, even the Mega Powers era, when you see, like, Hogan and Warrior and Macho Man, and they're, like, and every time you see them, it looks like, it looks like even if they were sitting in a pool, they couldn't possibly be any wetter than they already are right there. Like, bro, <laughs> those dudes, all that sweat, all that sweat may as well have been testosterone pouring out of their, out of their pores. So, I don't, and I love, the, I love those three guys. So, I, I don't care if they're on PEDs. Like, if they want to put them, if they want to, Put themselves through through that stuff and put themselves at their risk for that sort of thing I don't see how that's any more different or how much of a difference it is than those guys going through the possibility of having CTE in their future mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like it's, they're all risking their lot. Li- they're all risking their lives to do this stuff like in person I just, I just don't care like I, I'm here to see um, human, human achievement through athleticism like so for that like if you want to do PEDs that's up to you if you made that moral decision, I
0: can't hold that against you. Right. Uh, Omar, you want to hop in with something?
3: Yeah, I was saying, uh, At first, first thing I was saying is, um, I used to think, you know, all uh, gender, you know, the the acting, everything like that, it's like all voids. So I, I took it upon myself when I looked at his uh, Instagram. I was like, Jesus, like that dude goes in and it's nonstop. He doesn't take any breaks. So I have no reason to doubt that he's legitimate. Darren Young was like that beforehand. He's always been a body guy. Mm-hmm. He just, was garbage in the ring, and his Afro was horrible. <laughs> <But>. <laughs>
1: hey man, don't be talking about Black job sitting like that. Hey man, his his he
3: had like a fade on the side. I don't know what he was doing with that thing, but it's. I mean, I can't knock him, but at first I did think that. But I like once you see the things that go through, it's like okay. But you don't see anybody like Brad Corbin putting things up like that. Then you see he wrestled with a T-shirt on, so
0: uh, yeah. I mean. I don't know, man. Like I, I i can I can attest, like to like if you work out really hard for three months and you eat right for three months, you can either a get shredded based on your your genetic makeup and wh- how your body a- adapts to the change. Like it is possible. So I'm gonna
3: wait. I'm on to wait to the gym
0: now. Right? <laughs> That's what you're doing. You're trying to get a title run. You know they just giving those out. Oh. Hey, if gender yeah. can get one. Like, any
1: man, any ch- no, any Kenya, chance you from you like about... any chance you from like the Ivory Coast or from Kenya or from or South Africa? <laughs> you know they might they might you know if they might go on one of these African tours. You might have you a shot. Like bro, let them go. On, you let let them go on some again. African tour, and then we find out also. Kofi, and Kofi, we find out all about how much Kofi is so is so uh, Ghana Ghanaese instead of Jamaican. Yes. Let us find. Let watch us find out. Yes. Oh, I'm. I'm... I'm so scared of
3: that. When they break the New Day up, I'm scared of where they're going to send those dudes at. Because you're going to have Kofa out here being like a knockoff acorn or something. You're going to have oh. all kind of crazy stuff. The black gimmicks <laughs> always off- the worst. this dude really just say he's a knockoff acorn?
2: Is- yes, <laughs> knockoff acorn.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, he's going to be out here sending blood diamonds to people. Like, it's going to be crazy. The black gimmicks always extreme. They're never subtle. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, Bro, I can't even think about what, uh, what they're going to do with the New Day when they break them up. Um... Cause it's coming. They've these guys have been together for a long time. I
1: don't oh, think they'll yeah. ever break them up because my I whole thing, I think that the whole situation is they don't know what to do with any other once they break them up, so they'll never break them up.
0: Right. And um, they're in right. also
1: like you break them up, then like what 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 chance do you think Vince looks at and be like maybe we could do something with Big E, but then again maybe he won't sell as much merch as as we did before if they break up the New Day and I can't and I can't afford that because you know I'm the same guy that probably thought about um had to think twice about doing the occupy raw um, thing with Dave o'brien because that means i had to give give away like a 100 free shirts <laughs> oh man
0: all so, right
1: you gotta think this you know this ain't really about you know coming off money like this trying to make money right
0: so we're, we're about 90 minutes into the podcast uh recorded version so we're gonna end that there here um, and we can continue in the group. So if you guys are listening to the podcast, make sure you guys um, come join the group because there will be extended conversations uh, that we probably that are unformatted, unscripted, and you know we're just shooting the shit. But I'm gonna end the podcast portion here. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, so let me stop
2: that.